Hey lovely, a super quick message from me. Intake for my 2022 Sacred Money Archetypes program is about to close. So if you've watched and played along with the free workshops, you are going to want to go deeper. So I invite you to come and join with me and everyone else to leverage your strengths, design your business based on your personality so you can make more money. Join hundreds of other entrepreneurs like you in our pop-up coaching course and community to learn how to grow your business based on your archetypes too. I've just announced a brand new payment plan too, making the course even more affordable. So come over to denisedt.com SMA, that's for Sacred Money Archetypes, SMA, and make sure you join before the deadline so you don't miss out on any of those amazing bonuses. Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey gorgeous, it's Denise here and welcome to this episode of Chill and Prosper. I've obviously done a few extra episodes recently because there's so much that I want to share with you um, about my own behind the scenes processes of when I launch something new, when I launch something that's big and exciting to me. Um, I I always just like to share the stuff that goes well, but also the share stuff that doesn't go well because I know that people see this idea of perfection sometimes and they think that every everyone else has got it together and they don't. So today I'm talking about some things that um, didn't go so well with the launching of Sacred Money Archetypes, both in the preparation and the planning and the filming of it. And obviously we're not quite through yet. Um, I've got some hypotheses of how it's going to go and I'll share that with you after, after the launch is finished. But um, so on one of the other episodes, I did a whole behind the scenes of all of the fashion and all of the sets and things that we designed for each archetype. And that was so much fun. And I know that was a really long episode, but hopefully you enjoyed it as much as I did. By the end, I was like talking so fast. Um, but today I want to talk a little bit more about like kind of the logistics behind it and how I totally screw up my launches almost every time. And it's often due to my archetype, which is like not surprising in the least. Um, but first I want to share how I screwed it up the very first time I did SMA. So I, I certified quite a few years ago and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to create my own SMA course. I just, I want people to know this information so badly and I think it's so valuable and I'm just going to do it. So I hired an Airbnb in Byron and it was kind of like a quite a hippie looking Airbnb with lots of like Balinese wood and drapey stuff and whatever. And then I, the fashion that I chose for that was very kind of bohemian as well. And I kind of did the course. And I think the course was good. I think I conveyed the information well, but the problem was I didn't really change anything for any of the other archetypes. I kind of just said, Hey, let's talk about marketing. And then you'll see below stuff for your archetype. I didn't really customize it that much, but actually my biggest mistake around that was that I didn't customize the launch for it at all. I launched it like a ruler and so for those of you who don't know the archetypes, I'm a ruler archetype. That is the workaholic, lots of ideas, um, love talking about business and marketing and, you know, just kind of jumps into things if they see that it can help for their business. And that that's my archetype, right? 
So when I it came to selling that course that I didn't customize at all, I kind of sold it in that way. I was like, hey, do the quiz and then buy the course and then this is just going to help you make more money. And, oh, man, I just didn't explain what all of the other archetypes needed to hear about that course. And so if you're an accumulator, you know that you need a lot of detail before you buy something. You know, you need to know what's in the course, what am I going to get, what are the bonuses exactly, what's um, what's the refund period, like what am I going to get and what's my return on investment. You know, someone like the alchemist needs to be ignited by ideas and excited by the possibilities. Celebrities need to see that it's going to help them like be in the spotlight and help them improve. But it also needs to look by a program. And it looked very bohemian. So the celebrities, like hardly any celebrities joined that first time because they were just like, wow, Denise. And I was like sweaty as well because it was so hot and humid in this Airbnb um, that I was super sweaty and my hair was really humid. And I was just kind of wearing, you know, like very casual bohemian clothes. So for celebrities, they're just like, why would I join this course with this fuzzy haired girl wearing bohemian clothes? Like it is important to them to see that. Connectors didn't see how it would help them help others. They, I didn't help them make the connections. Mavericks were just like, oh, God, this just looks like another boring business course. The nurturers didn't feel like I understood their pace that they need and their problems because if I was selling it as a ruler, rulers can often steamroll nurturers' feelings and their need to kind of be a bit more considered and a bit more spacious. Um, the romantics probably just went, yeah, that kind of looks good, but, th- you know, they need to make it really easy for them to join. Otherwise, they won't join either. And then rulers probably just went, yeah, cool, that that like, that like sounds interesting. And some of them did join. But I just didn't explain it well enough. And I, I did it, as I said, I did it like me. Now, that's no problem, right? If you've got a business where your your target audience is basically you, And it could be you at a younger age, you at a different life stage, you at a different stage of business, you um, without the things that you have learned, right? So you can just go, oh, I've learned these things along the way. Let me teach them to you. And that works for so many businesses, right? Where you just go, I am going to use the language that I want to hear. I'm going to use the the, um, aesthetic that's pleasing to me. I'm going to use the... um, like the marketing things that work for me, as in the sales techniques that work for me. And we often do this unconsciously because we don't know what to do. So we just do the thing that feels right for us. And that can totally work. But I wasn't pitching this course at people who were like me. I was trying to make it appeal to everybody, but without doing any consideration about what those archetypes needed to hear from me. I was just trying to, I was just like, hey, yeah, this is going to be really fun to do the quiz buy my class, make more money. And then I actually created a song for this, which I will share with you afterwards. But I created a song called Do the Quiz, Buy My Course and Make More Money. I really did. I really, really did that. Um, okay, so that was that was my biggest mistake when, when I launched it. And so this time I wanted to make sure that I didn't make that mistake. And I did that whole episode about the behind the scenes of making sure that each workshop was customized for each archetype. It was on a set that looked like that archetype. It was wearing clothing that appealed to that archetype. And um, and it really felt like there was an individual path for that person. Now, 
and that was really fun. It really got me into the space of each person. And even little things were really subtle, right? So it might have been at the start of um, the workshop to say, hi, I'm so happy you're here. And I just changed it slightly for different archetypes. I'd be like, hey, I'm so pumped you're here. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so honored that you're here. I'm so thrilled that you're here. I'm so delighted that you're here. And it was really subtle, but those different words would have just felt a little bit more like home for the different archetypes. And the way that I explained different concepts, it might have been like 99% the same script, but it could have been just one or two little words that would have changed or would have changed the meaning just because of the visual, right? And so a good example of this is that I often said in the workshop, um, you have to give yourself permission to do your business at your own pace, Okay, so if I say that nice and slowly and gently for the nurturers and the accumulators, it's like you have permission to do business at your own pace. And for them, their pace means slower, more considered, more methodically, like methodical, more um, intentional. And so they'll hear that because they're seeing a set that looks and feels like them. But I could say the exact same words for the mavericks and the Uh, rulers who are a bit more fast paced and say, you know what, you have permission to do business exactly at your own pace because they are often told, slow down, slow down, you're going too fast, slow down, why are you trying to do all the things? And so it's the same word, but it was just slightly different because I filmed it literally in a different space. Whereas the first time I filmed it, it was in the same space, the same costumes, me in my same shoes literally, or barefoot. And this is a really interesting distinction too. When I talk about creating your business, put yourself in the shoes of different people. Normally when I film, I film barefoot for everything. And this time I didn't let myself do it, not even once. And so I had four different costume changes for each archetype, or four or five, and I did maybe two videos in each, in each one. But I had shoes on for every single archetype. And you can see that at the um, denisedt.com slash BTS. You can see every every outfit that I wore. But you can see that the shoes match the energy because I wanted to put myself in that space, in that energy. And that's a really big mistake that I see people do is that they don't consider what your audience needs from you, what they need to hear from you. And we make things very generic and cookie cutter. Now, um, I'm going to take a break, but... There's, it wasn't just the mistake the first time that I, I launched SMA. I'm, I actually did make mistakes in this launch too. And um, it was kind of funny, kind of not, because it's a lesson that I have to learn again and again and again. And it's really embarrassing. But I will tell you all about that after this very quick break. Hey everyone, I'm Lata Hamilton, change leadership and confidence expert. I help women carve their own paths for change in career, leadership, and life with leadership training, executive coaching, and change consulting. I love Denise's sacred money archetypes as a way of understanding who I am and why I do what I do with money. Having always been an amazing moneymaker, saver, and investor, it made so much sense that I was an accumulator in the quiz results. No surprises there. 
But as my money personality is my top three archetypes, I was shocked to discover that I was also a ruler and a maverick. Finding this out helped me understand why I struggle to switch off and feel fulfilled with the abundance I already have, but also gave me permission to continue dreaming big and believing in my inevitable success and feel confident with taking some big, but always measured, risks along the way. Finding out other people have different money personalities also helps me have more empathy in my business. I could never get my head around people who don't have savings or struggle with paying bills and taxes, so I could potentially lose out on these clients if I'm not considering the way they feel and purchase when I'm inviting them to my courses, programs, and services. If you're an accumulator like me, Denise's Sacred Money Archetypes is worth the investment for yourself and the people you want to help. Hey, and welcome back. Um, So we're talking about the behind the scenes of my latest launch and some of the mistakes that I made. Now, you're probably not going to be surprised to hear that I made mistakes um, as a ruler maverick because this is what happens, okay? When you have recurring sabotages, it's always, always going to be related to your archetype. And every archetype sabotages things in slightly different ways, Um, whether it's building a team or... Um, building your business model or doing your marketing, every archetype will sabotage them in their own way. And I um, I don't have time to go through it in this episode, but if you go and do the quiz, you'll get the workshop for your archetype. You can either get that at denisedt.com slash quiz, or um, you can get all the descriptions for all the archetypes at denisedt.com slash cheat. It's like a cheat sheet version of it. But anyway, um, so my archetype, I'm a ruler maverick. And my sabotages are shiny objects, trying to do too much, trying to do all the things at once, trying to um, overlap projects, not having enough space in between projects, not giving myself time to celebrate or time off. Oh, man, it's just so crazy. Anyway, so I um, alluded to the fact that we had to change the venue. So originally I had booked an Airbnb to film this whole thing in. And for probably at least six weeks, I've been I'd been collecting things at home. So my house was completely full of just stuff everywhere, and I had um, boxes for each of the archetypes. And so every time I bought something on marketplace or a thrift store, I would put it into the appropriate archetypes box. And we had clothing racks everywhere, and everything was just a big old mess. Um, and my struggle with preparing for launches is writing scripts ahead of time. I really struggle with it, but I know that it's the best way to to batch videos for me because I can get through a lot of videos if I have it scripted and then I just read it from the teleprompter. Um, So I was just really struggling and I was working really, really long hours. So I was basically just getting up in the morning, going straight to my office, missing breakfast with the kids, um, missing out on my usual dates with friends to go to the movies, all that kind of stuff, missing dinner and then working till like nine o'clock at night. And I did this for probably about a month every single day, weekends and evenings, which is just such a ruler thing, right? We're always just like one more launch and then I'll relax, one more launch. But I always find in my business, I have to be really careful because it's always one more launch, one more launch, one more launch. It's like the lie that rulers tell ourselves is I'll just do one last bank robbery and then I'll retire and we never do. So this came up so clearly for me and Um, in this launch. Um, But then something happened that threw a spanner in the works. Um, My lovely videographer, um, Dan from 
uh, Head North Films, who I love working with. I adore him. He um, has a, a young baby who has had some real health challenges from birth. And so he was in hospital with his baby with bronchitis. And he called me the day before and he said, I just have to, I have to cancel filming for this week. And I totally understand if you want to find someone else. And I just went, oh man, like there was a part of me that did just want to find someone else just to tick it off because there's, there were so many other projects coming down the pike. I was like, oh my God, if we miss this deadline, we'll miss that deadline, then that deadline, then that deadline. And um, I just, I realized, no, we're, we're going to keep on doing it. So we pushed it two weeks um, and I was like, yay, this gives me more time to work on scripts and make them even better, um, which is such a rule, I think, right? It's like, yay, more time to work. Um, and it meant that we could then do the filming at my farm because my farm was just finished finished renovating. So I was like super excited and it meant that we had a little bit more flexibility around things. But here's the other problem. Rulers think that time and space and rules don't apply to them and mavericks think that the rules of like, I don't know, like physics don't apply to them. So in my mind, I was like, okay, so there are eight archetypes. We can do each one in two hours. And that's like literally like four costume changes, changing the set over. Um, that's no problem. And I was like, that's fine. I can have like 15 minutes for lunch. That's fine. Um, and I really, on the first day, I realized my mistake. It didn't take two hours per archetype. It took more like four because by the time I changed outfits and earrings and bracelets and rings and shoes, and yeah, you might think, oh God, why would you even do that? It really helped me to get into the character. And that was part of the creativity for me was like getting into the character. So, and then I didn't realize how much time it takes to like change the sets around and change the lighting and move the things. And then, you know, my designer, Naomi Finlay, she wanted to like zhuzh things behind the scenes and, oh, hang on, now that plant's coming out of your head. We need to move that. Um, I totally underestimated the time that that took to do, which is totally a ruler maverick thing every time and I know you might not be that archetype but I it's still fun all the other archetypes would have absolutely sabotaged it in their own personal way which you can go and see that in your workshop um but it meant that the first day we finished at midnight um so seven o'clock in the morning for hair and makeup we finished midnight and I just went what, how are we going to get through this? We'd only done two archetypes and I was like, there's just not going to be enough time to get all of this done. How the heck are we going to do it? Um, so then we did, had to do that for the next couple of days. It was starting at 7am and it was finishing at midnight filming. And luckily Dan is a trooper. You know, he's a, he's an accumulator. He's a hard worker. And so we just, we just pushed through and, and just got it done. And my voice started to like just croak um I was getting like five hours sleep a night like it was just it was absolutely absolutely crazy but then something happened that would have been an absolute sabotage again is that we were planning to launch this just a, a couple of weeks after filming and we you know we missed two weeks because we had to push it and I just there was part of me that was like everyone's just going to have to suck this up and work double time to get this done and that is my ruler maverick going I don't care about sleep. I don't care about my well-being. I don't care about human needs. I am just going to work until this is done. And then I looked at poor Dan's face because Dan 
bless him, he always believes me when I say, oh, we're only going to do about 40 videos. He totally believes me. And then we end up doing like 100 videos and he's got to edit them all. And so he was like, so what's your deadline for editing all these again? And I was like, two weeks. And I could see his face just going, <gasps> and then... I just added in all this other complication because I'd be talking and going, oh, that can be a handout. Yeah. Oh, this can be an extra bonus. And I could just see all of my team going, how are we going to get this done? And I just thought, we're just going to work harder. We're going to just work hard, hard, hard. And that's it. And then finally, I had this epiphany of going, oh my God, I am the boss. I am a ruler. I don't have to rule by being a workaholic. I can rule by making a decision to move this launch. And so we pushed it um, about two months, which was unheard of for me, unheard of. I am someone who just manipulates time and space and gets it done no matter what. I just work my ass off. I work everyone else to make it happen. And I realized there was such a good learning in that for me. I can do this, but I choose something better because I really wanted to make this course amazing. I didn't want to compromise on my vision. And I knew that if I pushed everyone to do things in two weeks, at some point I would have to just go, okay, that's good enough. Ship it. Okay. That's good enough. Let's launch it. And I really wanted to push my level of creativity and abundance and make it amazing. So making that decision to push things felt like something brand new opened up for me. Like, a new way of being, of going, wow, it's allowed to be even easier than before. And you're allowed to choose and you're allowed spaciousness. It was really big. And you might think that I already have learned those lessons, but I still have to watch the challenges of my archetype all the time because my ruler and my maverick are delusional. They're delusional and they they don't care that, you know, I need some sunshine every now and again. And they don't care that I want to hang out with my kids or go to the movies with my friend Marissa. They do not care at all. So I have to be the one to go, no, 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 I'm allowed to choose. I'm allowed to choose. I really am. Okay, so um, hopefully you found that interesting. I I know I'm fascinated with the stuff and I've, you know, can't help doing these bonus episodes because they're so, 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 so fun. Um, I have just one final thought for you straight after the break, but also go and check out um, the BTS. So that's denisedt.com slash BTS. You'll see all of the sets, all of the jewelry, all of the little bits and pieces that I put into place. And, um, and I just want you to see too, like check out the different energy in the different spaces. I feel like I'm a completely different person in each one of those. So again, that's denisedt.com slash BTS. And I will see you on the other side. Um, my name is Stacy Taylor and I live in Las Vegas, Nevada. And so, you know, with SMA being so tailored, um, you know, I, I know you kept saying like, there's no bad archetype, you know, we're all different. And I, I love that because it, it, it gave me the okay to be me. And then I also loved it when you came out and said that you had ADHD too. I'm like, oh, that's why I love Denise. Like we, we connect, like we click that way. That I don't have to be, um, I don't have to put on my, my khaki pants and be office and professional because I was trying to say what people were telling me to say. And try, I was trying so hard and the more I did it, it was just, it was sheer chaos. It, it was like I had, I lost my vibe. I lost my brand. I lost my passion. So letting myself get all that back, um, I'm back in the zone again and I'm really happy.
Okay, welcome back and thanks for listening. I love sharing all this stuff with you so much and sharing all the behind the scenes just brings me such delight and joy and creativity. So thanks. Thank you for listening. Um, My final thought today is a quote that I've seen from a guy called Heath Buckmaster and it's from a book called A Box of Hair, A Fairy Tale. And I don't—I actually have no idea what the book is about. But this quote that I saw on a website just was amazing. And it was, he said, often it's not about becoming a new person, but becoming the person you were meant to be and already are, but don't know how to be. And this really is a theme when we look at personal improvement, personal development, personal growth, is that we often think there is a version of ourselves now, how we are, and this perfect version of ourselves sometime in the future. And at some point, someone's going to wave a magic wand and we're going to just turn into that person. But you already are that person. You already are them. You already are the person you're meant to be. You just don't know how to be that person in every aspect of your life and business just yet. So let me just read that one more time. Often it's not about becoming a new person, but becoming the person you were meant to be and already are, but don't know how to be. Ah, That's just so reassuring to think you don't have to seek. You don't have to seek outside yourself. You just accept who you are, double down on your strengths and give yourself permission to already be that person. All right, my lovely, go forth, chill and prosper. I will see you on the next episode and I will see you online as well. As usual, send me your messages and your ahas. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.